Welcome to Brand Meet Creator Podcast with me, Harley Jordan, and Sonia Elise. A place where we pull back the curtain and the trashy filters on the influencer marketing industry. So pull up a chair and grab a notebook. It's time to shed some light on the ever-changing Instaverse. We are back with another If You Like It, Like It. And this week, I have a creator spotlight, Maria Evie Bowler. I might have fudged that, but that's the way it's spelled, her username. So she is a writer and creative coach who blew up immensely in the last couple of weeks because like probably 25K-ish in the last month or so. And all of her videos are getting this massive traction because she posted this video that was like, I don't want boss babe energy. I want hermit leaves her cave for snacks energy. I want <laughs> I want witch invites children to her gingerbread house energy. <laughs> And it's hysterical. Funny. Um, But it's this Mm -hmm. weird, like, quirky energy. And it's brought in so many people that are her exact vibe. And that's what I love about this is, like, you can be you and find your peeps. (laughs) (laughs) Because same. I love when people find their peeps. Same. I want Kermit leaves her cave for snacks energy. It's over your snacks are coffee. My my snacks are gluten free chocolate chip cookies. If you like it, like it. <laughs> we are back with another episode of Brand Meet Creator, and today we are going to be talking about three things you need in your pitch. And we're gonna put a little fun spin on this and do this for influencers and brands because you know what? I see a lot of terrible, tragic, awful things in pitches from brands too. So it's not just influencers. (laughs) Absolutely. This is not just an influencer problem. This is an everybody problem. It's an everybody problem (laughs) for sure. Um, Which side should we start on? Let's start on the influencer side. Let's get right to it. (laughs) Okay. Let's dive right in. Three things influencers need to remember in their pitching. And I think number one, Harley and I are going to agree on stop attaching a deck. Stop attaching stop. a deck. Just, like let's, I don't want to see an attachment. About how much I hate a deck. Like, I, I don't hey, know why this is. We've never felt more passionately about, about anything. The same thing Both of us. <laughs> ever. We hate an attachment. I don't deck. want a media deck. I don't want it. Media kit, whatever you want to call it. No. I don't need it. And I feel like this was such a trend Mm-mm. I don't know, six months ago, eight months ago, something like that, where every coach was like, your media kit, your media kit, blah, blah, blah. And Mm -mm. so now I feel like everyone's really stressed about it, but also everyone on the brand side is still asking for it. So your influencers are like, wait, wait, do I need it? And I'm like, no, literally just tell them your stat, like tell them, send them screenshots. Like they don't need, they're not, they're not going to save anything on file. No one's going to keep your influencers on file. No, we definitely don't. And, and since the numbers change so quickly, like what if you hit and went viral like the yes. next day or something else happened? Like things change so quickly. To me, I want to see a an email that I can read within three minutes yes. or less and get the gist. That is it. It's the same as when people are telling you in networking that you need an elevator yes. pitch. Yes. You need an elevator email that can summarize who you are on the interwebs and what you offer 
in one email that is so quick and easy. Yeah, I even think less than that. I I really don't want a paragraph. I don't want a full essay. I need to be able to skim it really quickly. And one other thing that we Mm -hmm. talk about all the time is I need it hyperlinked. I need your username Hyperlinked, hyperlinked. Yes, absolutely. And I think that this is an easy thing that you can have templated in a Word doc or saved. I know that like Gmail lets you save like certain templates. And then, you know, you copy and paste it in there. The hyperlinks are already there. You're good to go. You can update your numbers Mm -hmm. monthly or quarterly if you're putting numbers in that email. And then, of course, you know, ideally you're not doing like – dear sir or madam or dear to whom it may concern, you know. So you are giving a bit of customization per the brand or contact that you're trying to reach out to, but it shouldn't be a handwritten thing every single time. There is going to be some automation and some customization. Right. Have you ever have you ever seen a media deck that you like? No. I I haven't either. <laughs> Not once. I'm sure there's, I mean, I'm sure there's ones I've seen that I'm like, this is well put together. It's good information, but I've never downloaded it and saved it for any reason whatsoever. Well put together and useful are also two different things because the issue is you're going to have a huge about me section. You're going to see pictures, not videos on that media deck. You might see out of date numbers Mm -hmm. and you'll probably see Mm -hmm. packages that you don't want. Like as a brand, yeah, I don't correct. I'm probably I probably have my deliverable set. So if you give me any kind of like, here's yeah. my package of ten stories, like I didn't, I don't want that. I want something else. So set a package for me personally. Sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that that intro email when you're first pitching, especially if it's you know it, whether that's a cold audience, someone you've never spoken to before, or someone or you have a relationship a with. That you, yeah, either yeah. way, I don't think that that first email needs to have rates no. in it. I think it should be an open-ended conversation. Um, I don't mind if people want to get on a call to discuss what we're working on or just to chat. And I think that most more more of the more professional influencers that I work with do like a call. I love a call. People who are scared of having a call tend to be scared of doing business, Yeah, if that makes sense. You know, they're scared to negotiate the contract. They're scared. They don't know all the terms. Yeah. And so they don't feel confident on a call. Um, and that, I think, really comes through. I don't personally take all the calls, but my team, mm-hmm. it, you know, is always looking for new influencers. So if you want to do a call, ask for one, um, but be realistic. Again, like don't ask for an hour. Right. No one has an hour this to dedicate a to get to call. know you time. Right. And if you're- so Yeah, 15, 20 minutes, you're in If you're out. BFFs, you'll chat for 30 and it's fine. <laughs> sure. Of course. You'll run over a little bit if you really like hit it off. Great. Right. But yeah, I was so- is that three? Have we made it to three? I lost count already. I don't even know. We can do- I feel like we could do a billion. So- Right. I we could probably I think that so okay, number one is because we touched on a negative one. We touched on a negative one. So your needs are a hyperlink sure. of your account, your Instagram account. Mm-hmm. And because I don't even want like mm-hmm. the Instagram URL or not the URL. I don't want your username. I'm not gonna go search. The handle. You. No. I am not gonna go search no, you. Not gonna do it. The username needs to be hyperlinked. Yep, username needs to be hyperlinked. I actually think that examples should be hyperlinked too of work you've done in the past. I that's why I don't need Agreed. a media deck because I want hyperlinked examples. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think level 100, maybe you don't have examples, like you're really new to the industry and maybe you're just trying to get on gifting mm-hmm. lists even or like on the radar of. Once you've been in the game for a bit and you're part of affiliate networks, you're part of gifting lists, like, and you're ready to be, you know, really pitching paid partnerships, I want to see examples yep. in that. Uh, examples that are specific to the brand that you're pitching ideally. Yeah. So a like-minded product or maybe you use their actual product. Yeah. That's what I always encourage people. If you have any content where you've used the actual product, that would be great. Anything that's relevant in terms of like, oh, I've, I've seen that you're putting out a lot of this type right. of reel. Here's where I did it three times for right. other people. And that could, when you bring up, you know, using their product, that doesn't mean that you are doing a full reel for them. That could be a story set where you tagged it or something, any kind of proof. Proof is in the pudding, Mm -hmm. you know? If you can send me that story that has the product linked and it has 100 link clicks, that's probably probably bigger than your micro-influencer world. But general numbers, your brand is so much more likely to be like, oh, you, you went above and beyond and we haven't even started working together. Yeah. And even um, people who are really big still do this. Mm -hmm. So people like um, today, I watched Corporate Natalie Mm -hmm. on TikTok do an unboxing Mm -hmm. and she did it so well and so thoughtfully and was able to call out so many brands in the same video without it getting boring. At one point, I was like, why am I watching this? But I was also intrigued by her personality and the way that she was unboxing it. I love when I'm like, I see the cell and I'm still hooked. (laughs) I know. And I don't know. She has a million followers yet. But, you know, she she is a big creator at this point. And if she can sit down and do one video to say thank you to that many brands, was like, other people can work work their gifts into content right. for sure. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So here's here's another tricky part and a part where I know that you are fairly picky about. Bio. Mm-hmm. What we tell about us and who we are, how we get personalized Ooh, there. Sure. I don't need it to be too deep, but I need to know what is the niche, mm-hmm. like what type of people follow yes. you. So. You know, whether that be 80% women, I know they live in this state, that type of demo is good to know. And anything that makes you quote unquote special. So, you know, if you work your dog or your children into your content, if you- I am a full-blown dog mom. (laughs) Yes. The thing that I always say within my course, within All In, is I want to see a little bit of you, a little bit about you, but more about your audience. And I think that's the most important Absolutely. piece is I, I mm-hmm. really don't need the full paragraph bio about you. And that's where people get so stuck all the time is like, I am this, this, yeah. and this. And it just feels so me, me, me. And I'm like, dude, you are not, you are not mm-hmm. the queen of the earth. Yeah. You're not the queen of the earth. And I know that's not how it's supposed to be because you're just trying to like define what makes you special, but that's not how it comes off. No, you're essentially the, and maybe this sounds, you know, a little bit rude, but the influencer is the vehicle Mm -hmm. to the audience. So knowing who the audience is that they are the vehicle towards is, you're just the vehicle. It's the truth. It's the same as a model. It's the same as an actor. You're the vehicle to get to the audience. But what kind of vehicle? I mean, you're like a bug. You're a bug. You're something like that. I know that for sure. For fact. (laughs) Every no yeah. way. I like a Mercedes, but you're not. 
I just, you know, I think being realistic that like, yes, what draws the audience to you is your story. And yes, that is part of like your specialty of being online and, and what makes you important. But at the end of the day, if you're asking a brand to collaborate with you for money, Part of what that brand wants to know is who's going to watch Who? this, what type of person is going to see this. Exactly. Pretty so knowing a lot <laughs> about your audience is super important. And maybe that is even like a poll recently that yes. you did where you asked something that was topical to, you know, working with that yes. brand. Oh, you know, my audience, 80% of my audience responded that they wanted to see X, Y, and Z. And you have that product, you know, there's a lot that you can do there that's strategic and very interesting to show vigorously shaking my head on the edge of my seat because I think this is so important is that I know my audience will like this because of this. I have been really purposeful in the behind the scenes and that's why I'm pitching this brand. It's not because Mm -hmm. I want your new line of whatever. It's because I know my audience Mm -hmm. will be interested in this based on what they like. Yeah. And I think audience insights shows a true influencer Mm -hmm. that is ready for a paid partnership. And I've had influencers tell me before, oh, you know, can I get a 30% discount code instead of the 20%? Mm -hmm. I know my audience will convert higher on 30% or, you know, here's how many people use this code in the last time I did a partnership. Like, can we add a code to this deal? People who know stuff like that yes. know their business, and those are successful and should start. 100%. If you are working with an affiliate code or with any kind of code in general, you really should be asking for those metrics. After you should be going to the mm-hmm. brand and saying, "Hey, oh, can you yeah. can you send through like numbers here? Because I would love mm-hmm. to see who is actually interested." Yep, I think a lot of influencers stop at seeing the link clicks. But most people know that just clicking on a link does not mean that they use the code. So asking the brand how many codes actually were used is really important. Absolutely. So we have Mm -hmm. hyperlink examples, hyperlink your account, no media deck. Mm -hmm. We have give a little bit about you, more about your audience, and finish Mm -hmm. with, you know, I'd love to chat through ideas. And if that means hopping on a call, let's set up a time. Yeah. Done deal. And I think that's great. 100% that that's the way that you should go into your pitching. Now brands. Now brands. <laughs> now brands. Okay. I think we can both agree that the number one annoying thing is generic outreach from brands. Yes. Um, yes. And it's the waste of time. It's the time waster because paid is yeah. not listed. So if it takes me four emails mm. to get to, this is an affiliate program. We'd love you to be our ambassador. I'm like, actually, this is so rude that mm. you dragged me in for this long. That's not paid. I'm sorry. Am- yeah. Ambassador programs are yeah. not paid. Don't even call it a paid partnership, to no. be honest. It's not. <laughs> no. Paid partnership is an upfront yep. fee. An upfront fee. If it includes affiliate on top of that, I still would say that's paid. But it has to have an upfront yep. fee. So yes, I would say I do BCC a group of influencers when I'm looking for mm-hmm. rates, when I'm asking for rates. But that's because I'm not going to email each one individually when I, they're all the same scope of work and they all have been approved for, yeah. the, for the partnership. I don't think I need a personalized pitch of like, here's why I like you necessarily, especially Mm -hmm. because it's your first, it's your first conversation. I think if we're talking about ideas, you should have an idea of what this creator does and how you could see each other working together. But Mm -hmm. that first outreach, like you said on your reel the other day, you had, what was it? uh, Half, less than half? 
of your influencers. 50%. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You reached out to 90 mm-hmm. and you got about 50% that actually They're, said something in back. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And I actually posted that same video on TikTok and one girl responded like, well, maybe they just don't want to work on a partnership with you. And I'm like, valid. But then the proper business response is, and plenty of people do this mm-hmm. and I'm fine with that as but that counts and as a counting response. as response. Yeah, like this isn't the right fit for me right now, or this brand isn't the right fit for me. Thanks for reaching out. Okay. Also, no was problem. This, but you responded. Was this girl a creator that that commented? Oh, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I, you know, I don't care about commenters. I just responded, like you know, that's fine. But people need to respond that they're yeah. not interested. Yeah. Um, I don't even look into the background of people who like comment. It's just a try. I don't care. <laughs> agreed. I think that brands' number one tip is being strategic about the subject line. Yes. Don't just like you don't want an influencer to waste your time. Um, you should not be wasting the influencer's time or your own time. Right. You know, tricking people in a weird salesy way to get them to respond just to, like, only tell them that there's no money because you're being really vague. Like, that already kicks off. Like, that, you're not going to have the right type of partnership. Paid partnership with this brand. Yeah, sure. If you only have gifting, if you only have uh, affiliate, whatever else, like, put that in the subject line because then people who are looking for that opportunity are going to respond. And people who are like, I'm not looking for gifting right now, probably are not going to respond, but that's yep. fine because why do you want to spend four or five emails trying to get someone to take a free gift when they don't it's want a wa- it? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's, not effective. it's just a waste of everyone's time. I think the same thing applies in this pitch as you need the mm. brand hyperlinked. The number of times that I have gotten emails from small brands mm. where I'm like, I don't even know what you're called online. Like, is it is it shop this brand? Is it drink this brand? Is it buy this oh, brand? Is it go yeah. this brand? Like, you know all those usernames. That's a great example. Yeah, for sure. I think we try to, especially for a smaller brand, um, we try to hyperlink both the website yeah. and the social. Because sometimes if you hyperlink only the social and social following is really small, they may think that you're not mm. serious, even though you have paid budget. And I think it's also important for people to go to the website right. and see more about the brand. Because again, I don't want to include an attachment in the, like open the attachment to see more about the brand. Like I have a lot of brands be like, oh, don't you want to include like our brand deck? No, no I don't. I don't want to see it. I'm sorry. No one's going to read it. <laughs> I don't care yet. No. Not yet. No. Maybe later. No. If they get hired for a, yeah. I was like, if they get hired or if we're somehow contracting them for some sort of partnership, yes, we will send some brand information, right. 100%. Is it going to be the same brand deck that you send investors that's like 50 pages no. long? No. <laughs> It'll be a one-pager that we edit down. But that's a hard one when I work with brands that they don't understand how not everybody cares about their brand the same way that they I do. I mean, it's the same. It's, 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 this is literally it's the reciprocal conversation for influencers is – Sure, about the bio. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It doesn't need to be – it feels very me, 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 and it doesn't need to. I don't need to hear your brand message – I don't. Mm-mm. No, we scale it down to like a bullet pointed list. Like this brand is yep. female founded, yep. whatever, this, 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 and that's right. It. The ethical mm-hmm. things that matter, but I can find a lot of those things on the website too. And I think any influencer is going to go scour yeah. the site because number one, they have to find whatever product they're potentially going to use, market. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Um, That's definitely a big part of it. Yeah. That is definitely a part of it. But I like that you said the thing about the hyperlink. So that, you know, that is vice versa on that as well. 
no no attachments. Include the hyperlinks. Use your subject right. line um, effectively. And scope of work. Let's talk about that because I think that's really your last one is like we need to have really truly the scope of work. All of those all of those deliverables mm-hmm. that are being asked of you, um, including the usage and timeline. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you're reaching out for a partnership or an affiliate network or anything, you need to be specific about what you are asking for in return. So if you're gifting and you you just need to have your campaign in mind. Unless this is a unless this is yeah. a conversation for a like face of the brand kind of situation. They're looking for one singular influencer to work with long term. Mm-hmm. You've had some kind of relationship in the past. That's the only time that I could see mm-hmm. You know, let's get on call and talk about the potential. But then you've probably already had a conversation about like, here's really what we're kind of looking at. Anything else? Yeah. No, nothing else. I would just say along those lines is sometimes we don't have the full scope of work done Mm. yet. We're sort of in an exploratory phase and we do want to know pricing for something, but the scope of work might change. Mm. Or, you know, we're just trying to get a sense for like, okay, how much is one real cost? Okay, well, we might come back and like want three or so. You know, we're we're trying – we're testing the waters because – we know we need to start getting some outreach and some numbers to know how many people will fit into this campaign or the brand is like, oh, we, we might be able to spend 25 to 45 K mm-hmm. on it. That's a but it really just depends range. on like what the pricing comes back. Yeah, I <laughs> know, right. But, you know, it, it's not always set solid, but you need to go out with some sort of this is what I'm expecting in that email. Right, right. And I just think mm-hmm. that the – Next couple of email exchanges, the ping pong back and forth between influencer and brand when you don't list that scope of work Mm -hmm. is so redundant because it becomes, we would love to partner with you. Influencer goes, tell me more about the deliverables usage budget. I would love (laughs) to hear more. Then they come back and give this. And now we're just bouncing around when we could have just said, here's the scope of work. Can you pass along your rates? And if you have any interest. Yeah, 100% agreed. Both parties need to only reach out when they have a more well-rounded idea of their goals for outreach. If there's no goal and you're just emailing or you're just, you know, I don't know what you're doing. You just want to be like, hey, Hey. um, (laughs) don't do it. Hey, we, everybody has enough emails. Everyone has enough emails. So what are our takeaways here? Takeaways. Uh, I think the biggest takeaway is that if you're on the brand side and you are annoyed by the way that an influencer is reaching out, like think about how you reach out. Yeah. <laughs> if you're doing any of those practices, if you're doing any of those practices that you find annoying, like you didn't hyperlink when you reached right. out, you included an attachment right off the bat, like, and that annoys you when influencers do it, that's, you know, like take, <laughs> take a hit. Yeah. I think, I think really what stands out from our conversation is just being clear about what you want and what you, like the reason behind why you're reaching out. Because your influencer, if you don't have that idea, that proof, that reason that your followers would like them, your, your brand isn't going to be as interested. And same thing on the, on the brand side. I don't, I don't want to go back and forth on the deliberation of if this is, like what kind of reels you're looking for. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us. We hope that these tips help every influencer and brand out there looking to get on each other's radars. Do it strategically, save yourself some time and get out there and connect people. Cheers. Cheers.